Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Magic of Transformation podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zeller. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. I have been getting some rave reviews and people messaging me about these group coaching calls that I have been sharing through the podcast. And so that is what you are going to get today. A little clip of a recent group coaching call from my program, Your Life's Work. Now, whenever you go through any sort of personal transformation, there are inevitably people in your life that resist your change and maybe don't recognize the new you, don't want to recognize the new you. And that's what we talk about in this call. Considering you are listening to this podcast, I'm almost certain this information is going to be applicable to every single one of you because you are interested in transforming in at least some way, shape, or form. Now, if you are new to the podcast, I am a coach and I have a couple of very powerful programs that you can find at thetransformationschool.com. This group coaching call, this little snippet of a group coaching call that you are going to be hearing from today is from my program, Your Life's Work. And I want to let you know that I am enrolling for Your Life's Work right now. So this program would be perfect for you if you are interested in creating like a juicy as fuck career. I am all about shifting our paradigm of what a career can be because I grew up believing that a career was a way to make money, but we really live our lives and have fun outside of our career. I never knew that I could have like a fucking blast in my career. I never knew that I could wake up excited to go to work every single day. I never knew that making money could feel easy. I never knew that I could feel flow and ease every single day that I'm working. I didn't know that I could take off as much time as I wanted to. And that is the paradigm shift that we undergo in my program, Your Life's Work. So the purpose of Your Life's Work is to reshape our idea of a career and then rebuild it from the ground up. For a lot of people, this means they stay in their career, but they just change a lot of things. And for some, it means that they find something new. But in this powerful workshop, I also teach you the art and science of manifesting so you can manifest anything in or out of your career, which is also why people manifest crazy things like big moves, dream homes, dream cars, dream partners, dream weddings, babies, all sorts of things. So if you are interested in this program, check out the show notes. I am going to be doing a live free masterclass in January, and I'll be sharing all sorts of information about the framework that I use in your life's work. So be sure to check out the show notes to get that information. And you can also go to the transformationschool.com. If you are ready for a new way of doing your career, and you know that right now, then you can reach out to me directly on Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. You can just DM me or you can go to the transformationschool.com and fill out my contact form. Spots are limited, so do not hesitate to reach out now. So every few months, I go through the reviews on Apple and I use a random number generator. I assign every single review a number and then I go use a random number generator. And then I let that random number generator pick somebody who gets a free magic session with me. So the winner of the most recent drawing is Kristen Marie and her review was, I can't recommend Stephanie's podcast more. She's authentic, vulnerable in her Who is Stephanie episode, which is episode one. 
and honest in the journey of transformation, her work is perfectly presented in a way that allows for personal breakthroughs and makes it feel attainable with the real tools she provides. Thank you so much, Kristen Marie. You have won a one-on-one magic session with me. I can't wait to connect with you. If you would like an opportunity to win a one-on-one magic session with me, all you have to do is leave an Apple review. And as I said, I do a new drawing every couple of months. You guys, there are so many amazing things coming down the pipeline. I am going to be doing a four-part series called Sex, Power, Love, and Money. That is going to be coming out soon. There's also going to be the January energy update, the 2024 energy update. I have uh, another interview in the pipeline that I'm going to be sharing. And I also have several solo episodes that I actually have already recorded. They just need to be edited and made live. Thank you so much for being here. I really cannot wait to share all the things that our coming 2024 is going to be a super exciting year. Oh my gosh, so many amazing things in store. If this episode resonates with you, be sure to pass it along to a friend and give me a five-star review. Without further ado, let's dive in. And then the question to ask you is, I sometimes feel like maybe certain people on the team have been around long enough to see the bad behavior that you've had. So I, as I improve, I have my tenured people keep reminding me of the way I used to be. I was like, well, how am I going to get better if you keep reminding me of the asshole I used to be? You're not allowing me to improve. You know what I mean? And so I, it's hard. And I had to pull one person aside today who'd been with me for a long time. and just be like, hey, every time you kind of do this, um, it, it just is frustrating. I'm, I'm trying. I'm working on it. You know, you're kind of making me feel like I'm not improving fast enough. So I had that kind of like vulnerable conversation. And I think it worked out well. Granted, I mean, time will tell on that. But is it ever too late? Are the scars cut so deep? Now, granted, the scars healed, but you know what I'm saying with the analogy is it's ever cut so deep that like you can't come back from it when that relationship is tarnished and they can't see you in a different light. Yeah. Uh, So I guess that would be my question. Well, two things about this. One is they are actually going to be your your biggest catalyst to change because they're going to be pointing out and sort of triggering the old version of you that still exists. It would actually be you would feel more empowered if you viewed this from the perspective of they're not at all responsible for me needing to change. And no matter what they say, it's still my job to change me. So it's kind of like if they're trying to pull you back into old versions of you, if you rely on them to stop doing that, you're actually giving your power away because you're saying like, in order for me to change, I need you to stop doing this. Yeah. Versus taking your power back and being like, I have total control over my own journey. I can change no matter what even if they're constantly poking at me. And this is really um, relatable for everybody here in terms of like, this actually is very common with people's families. So it's like, if you ever go back with your family, it's like, they're going to often treat you like the old version of you. And it's, it's like crazy how we can revert into that old version. Like it's really hard. It's really hard to like hold the pose of the new version of you that you're trying to create. Old friends can do this too. Like you get with old friends and it's like, 
they're projecting onto you the old version of you. And it's really hard. Like it's really hard to to hold the pose. And and the reason I come at it from this perspective is for years, for like 10 years, I try to convince people to stop treating me like the old version of me because it was making me feel bad and it was pulling me into the old version. And I kept trying to control everybody else's behavior around me and just telling them like, stop, you're not holding space. You're not holding space for me to be the new person that I am. You're not really seeing me. You're not honoring me. Like you're not encouraging me. You're not helping me. You're not supporting me. And very rarely did people actually do what I was asking them to do. Like very rarely, if ever, was someone actually able to do that. They they just like couldn't stop seeing the old version of me. So then what I did is I stopped trying to get everybody else to do things. And I just, I doubled down, like I doubled down on me. And then every time they would do that, I would use that as a catalyst. I'd be like, oh, whoa, I just felt a part of me wanting to go back into the old version of me because of the way they're treating me. And so I would immediately do a reprogramming because if they're pulling that part of me forward, that means that part still exists in me to be pulled forward. And so if I really want to be the new version of me, I have to essentially reprogram all the old things that are keeping me in the old parts of me. And what will happen eventually as you keep doing that is it'll get to the point where they'll say something that will try and pull you into the old version, like they're poking at you. And again, for everybody else, like this can be family members, old friends, family members is huge, seriously, like, but nothing in you rises up anymore. That old version just isn't there. And so now you were just naturally respond as the new you. And guess what happens in that moment? They stop treating you like the old version because you're not responding. It's almost like you're playing a tug of war with the old version. And as soon as you have dropped the rope completely, they drop it because they're like, oh, there's nothing here. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, you're spot on. Spot on. Now, that's the primary thing. Like, that's really the take home that I that I want you to be thinking about because like, what you're talking about changing does take time. And I would say trigger free is probably the best tool for this. You could literally do it tonight about those three patients where you didn't have the correct setup and like take it through trigger free and you're going to be less likely to be triggered like that. Changing things from a reprogramming core level is the fastest way to change them so that you don't even feel tempted to respond in the old way, right? Because that's what reprogramming is. Reprogramming is removing the program that says, this doesn't happen, respond like this. If you remove that program and reprogramming, then it's going to be like, this doesn't happen, you're not angry. That's what reprogramming is, okay? So that's like the number one thing that you should do around this. It's going to accelerate this and make it so much easier on you rather than trying to consciously do it in the moment. Because what you did in the moment was like you try to consciously control yourself and that's really hard. And that takes it takes actually 100 times longer to change doing that. Because it's still like the trigger's still there. You're just controlling if you're letting it out. But then eventually it's going to like boil over and you're going to have to let it out in some way. Right. So reprogramming stops it from even building up. Does that make sense? Yeah. And by the way, for everybody, there is new education in trigger free. And I would really recommend that you watch the new videos in trigger free because I explain programs, I think, a lot better than the way that I used to explain it. And so if you watch that, I think you'll have a better understanding. But the second thing that I want to say is that there are sometimes 
relationships where even if you do change, they don't want you to in a way and they don't want to hold space for you and they're not honoring the new person that you are. They're not, it's almost like they're not interested in it. They're not interested in you being the new version of you. And I don't think that you're quite there yet because I think you can do more internal work to, to really gauge to see how these people actually respond once you've solidified this new version more. But once you do, or just in other areas of your life, because I know that you have changed and you have kind of some stale relationships and you really are the new version of you, we do have to make decisions in our lives of like, do I want to continue a relationship, whether it be a working relationship or a personal relationship with this person that just does not see the new me? Like, is not interested in seeing the new me and is still projecting onto me the old version of me, even though I don't respond in the way that I used to, even though I'm interested in new things, even though our conversations are different, I can tell that they're still projecting onto me the old version of me. Does that actually make you feel good? Like, probably not. And yes, those those relationships do need to change. Okay. Can I ask just one follow-up, if possible? Sure. Yeah. So stale relationships, right? So I talked about the, the buddy and then the work people who just cannot get on board with with what's happening, you know? So for, for everyone, I talked to Stephanie recently. And this, uh, we had some celebration and it was like a celebration for an accomplishment I had professionally. And he literally had to pull me aside and be like, oh, by the way, like, I'm glad you're back. Whatever version of you was like, you know, like saying like I wasn't down anymore type of thing. And I was like, bro, dude, like we're celebrating me. Why is this like a thing about me not being there for the past couple of years? Like, why can't you just like let this go? And so would you have the conversation and just like tell them like, Hey, this is, this is kind of how it is. Get on board or, or I'm moving on type of situation. Or is it just right now the work is happening. Let the work occur. Actually commit to the trigger free stuff and everything that we're doing. And then at the completion of the course, maybe see how everything is washed out. Well, are you talking about with that one particular friend? Yeah, with with the guy. Yeah, or even work wise. Like, don't don't like have these deeper conversations now because I don't fully understand how to like handle them just yet. And finish up and get stable, and then like you know go go and have these type of deeper conversations. If the conversation is like you had with that coworker of like, hey, I'm trying to change, and like what you're doing is making it harder for me, I would say that is not the ideal conversation because. Again, in that situation, like you're actually giving your power away and you're you're kind of saying you're responsible for me changing. And that's messy and definitely the harder way to do things. That situation, I think, will resolve itself the more solidified you become in the new version of you. If you if you in particular did trigger free every single day that you work you would see a change in two weeks. Yeah. If you don't, it'll be months. And I know this because I've had people in your very situation at work telling me the exact same thing. And they've really committed to trigger free with their work. And it is insane how fast it changes because they become really grounded. For instance, it's like if you're trying not to be overly reactive, but then that person comes and they almost like poke you 
into being overly reactive. And you're like, what the heck? You know, I'm trying to change. And now you're like provoking this part of me. If you're not yet solidified, you're going to feel provoked. You're going to feel a trigger and it's going to annoy you. But if you are more solidified, it's almost like you can step back and you can be like, oh, wait, what are you doing? I'm not upset right now. What's going on? Like, are you okay? And you're going to be able to have a totally different conversation that will come naturally to you. It's almost like you can inquire versus defending what's happening and being like, don't provoke me. Don't do this. Don't do X, Y, Z. All of a sudden, there's nothing here to provoke anymore. So you're going to be able to just respond to them and be more curious about what their experience is. So I would say do the internal work. If you're triggered at all, it's not the best time to have a conversation. Do the internal work first, do reprogramming first, and then you will have clarity about how to have a higher level conversation. Now, that's like in general with the guy, with your friend, I think what's really happening there is his expectations of you as a friend do not meet what you are willing to give. So there needs to be a conversation about his expectations. And this can be the case for anyone. Like even if you're trying to become a new version of you, you may still need to have a conversation with people and be like, hey, like, what are your expectations of me? And then get really clear with them about what you are and aren't willing to do. And with that guy, you can just be like, I am not able to show up right now in the way that you want me to. And that is just the reality of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I appreciate it. I don't want to have the conversation, but you answered the question nonetheless. But I'm committed to have the conversation for full transparency. Yeah. And sometimes I have to say, like, I mean, a lot of times, the more you change, the more those relationships, first of all, will just fade. And sometimes a conversation is not even required. Like they just kind of stop reaching out, you stop reaching out, and it just naturally falls away. Sometimes with people that really are boundaryless and, you know, want everyone else to take care of them, that doesn't happen and they get even more clingy. And those are the times that you do have to have a conversation. But I have had happen before where I'll be like, hey, I'm not able to show up in the way that you want me to. It's just like not something I'm able to do. And I've had those relationships adjust a little bit and still kind of work out. Usually no, honestly, because that requires them to actually really change what their expectations are. And usually people don't change in that way very quickly. But if sometimes they'll be like, oh, okay, interesting. And they do require less of you. And then you're kind of able to maintain somewhat of a relationship. And then sometimes we just have to break up with our friends. Mm-hmm. And it's if it's better for you, it's better for them, even though you can't see how. I mean, I'm a real big believer in that. Like he doesn't feel good always wishing that you were showing up more. That doesn't make him feel good. Like, honestly, he's going to feel better not having to think about it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope that's the scenario. Well, even if he doesn't, it's not your responsibility. (laughs) That part's fair. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Magic of Transformation podcast. If you liked this episode and you think a friend could benefit, be sure to pass it along to them and leave me a five-star review wherever you are listening. And if you feel at all called or curious to take my program, Your Life's Work, be sure to reach out to me as soon as possible as I am currently enrolling 
for the next group, you can go to thetransformationschool.com and fill out my contact form. You can also direct message me on Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. Both of these ways are in the show notes below. Can't wait to hear from you. Until next time.